wake up in the morning and the first thing I see is my feet staring at me saying, hey, it's time to start your day. You already know it's nice to have soul and welcome to the foot worshiping show saying, hey, it's time to start your day with Bell and Ramon. It's a foot fetish show. Sit down, relax, all right. Talk about toes and foot size. It doesn't matter if they're big or small. Cricket feet, well, we love them all. Bell and Ramon, it's a foot fetish show. Hello and welcome to the Foot Fetish Podcast. I am your humble host, Ramon, owner and producer of Ramon's Face Full of Feet, the home of the best uh, foot fetish, foot smothering, face sitting, and human furniture clips on the web today. I'm here once again as your host of the Foot Fetish Podcast. I'm here once again with my delightful, lovely, and scrumptious co-host, Belle Latrice. You know, people don't realize that's your full model name. Do you even know that? Um, I have a vague memory of that being my full model name. I don't, I think that means it's like French for like beautiful words or something like that. So that was going to be my, my name that I used to post on forums, but then I never posted on any. No, you were supposed to like be very active and then you just lazed out Uh, on that one. I just, I'm, I'm very lazy. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. I still love you. I would say, and it's also, it's very intimidating. Like you wanted me to be, I, I would, the plan was for me to go and post on like the Mr. Destiny forums or whatever, but that's so intimidating. It's not. I can't a, just go into that kind of environment. Like I'm not an expert on that. And I don't. Listen, listen, go back and listen to my foot market, my feet market episode. It's a great episode. A little plug for myself there. Go listen to that one because when you do, you'll find out. That as long as you're not pitching, oh, here's my prices for my photos. If you're just a genuine person who are like, hey, I just want to understand foot fetish better, or hey, I, you know, I'm just a cool chick. Guys will love you there. That's true. And that's true everywhere. I mean, I feel like any woman on any, like, that would sort of be kind of... Look, we all know why you're probably there. You're there to true. sell us some feet pictures true. or whatever. But you could just be a real person, because we're all real people at the end of the day. Some of us are creepier than others, but we're all real people. So we've been getting some very positive feedback on our episodes. Feedback. Ah! I need to have a soundboard for this. I just want to make it extremely clear that that was on the fly. (laughs) That was just like completely unrehearsed. She's so funny. I'm so funny, guys. So here's one for you to read. And it says where it's from at the top. Why don't you go ahead and read that for our fans? Let's put somewhere. We got to. Now, I'm not. I haven't read these. I haven't like pre-read these. So I don't know what this is going to say. From Bondage and Bindings on Instagram. Yep, Shout out to user. Bondage and Bindings. Is that, um, I just was Instagram real quick. Is that this guy? Uh, no, I think it's One a different follower. guy. No, you see Bondings and Bindings. Bindings. It's on the page. Look it. him up later. He's, I don't see it. He's okay. a nice guy and he wrote a very nice All thing. right. Okay. He has many, so many followers. Bondage and Bindings. Shout out to Bondage and Bindings, apparently. On Instagram. Sa- on Instagram. Says, I was listening to your latest trampling podcast on my way to work this morning. 
I wanted to say that I absolutely love trampling with all kinds of footwear. Last week, I actually posted a heap of trampling pics to my page. I'd love for you to have a look and give me some feedback. For me, different heels and textured soles add to the experience and the pressure of the trampling. I would say that a barefoot trampling is still a favorite, but the feeling of power that heels gives the trampler certainly adds to the feel of it. My next trampling goal is for a multi-person trample session. Those are rough. Those are rough. Yeah. Yeah, Um, those look horrible. But if you're into trampling, they're great. How do you trample in heels and not, like, puncture something? I don't know. I don't. I've never done it. I don't want people to do it to me. It's obviously stepping the right way, putting your weight on the right part of the heel and Mm -hmm. on the ball of your foot rather than the heel. But obviously putting a little pressure there. Um, I don't know. Just being a tough person and dealing with it. And you're obviously not wearing super thin stilettos. I guess humans aren't quite as puncturable as... Skin's pretty tough. Skin's pretty tough, yeah. Like, it'll hurt. You might bleed a little, but you're not like... Like here. I am, like, right now poking Ramon with a pencil. No no puncture wounds. That's real. It hurts. He's fine. He's totally fine. I'm also a big baby about this stuff. Total, total baby. It's embarrassing. Have you released the? Have you released that one clip yet? Which clip? The one where you pussy out. And no, that's coming out soon. We recorded a clip a while ago. It's this is feet. It's, there's feet involved. It's mostly face sitting though. Um, but there are feet involved, so it's relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ramon was. I guess I forgot to be careful, or it's been a long time since I've done something like that. And I was a little too rough, and Ramon was just um. Kind of, kind of a big baby, and insisted that we stop. Here's the, Although here, I think I think we edited that part out, right? You edited it up. Yes, I did. Here's the deal, folks, and this is good for since this is going to be our topic on relationships and uh, foot fetishes. Um, proper communication. You see, Belle has taken it upon herself to not care whether I tap out or give her a safe word or not. Well, sometimes that's really hot. In this particular instance, my jaw. It felt like it was going to snap off. It's less. It's less that I don't care about your safe word or your tapping. It's just like when we're filming a clip and you're like, oh, no, get off of me. This is horrible. And I'm like, oh, yeah, but it's not actually horrible for him. He's actually like. Those were not my exact words. Yeah. But I mean, you're saying in no in not those words, you're saying, oh, no, this is terrible. Get off. But you don't actually mean that because it's not actually. No, when I'm saying those things, no, I don't mean it. But when I'm tapping and I try to make that, that's the cue. Well, then we need to have like a safe word or something. How am I going to have a safe word when your butt's on my face? I don't know. Sign it. I know sign language. (laughs) I know a little bit of sign language. You don't know enough for me to sign. Get off. Yeah, I do too. G E. They can't see that. T O. No one can see what you're doing. As far as they know, you're wrong. I was exactly correct. I all right, all right. Correct. So here is a piece of advice I got from a feet fit, a fit Feet Girl on Instagram. She's amazing, and she was chatting with me the other day. You check her out right now. Uh, fit Feet Girl. Um, she's delightful, and we may use her soon in some clips. Um, if we can find someone near her who can sub with her. Uh, it's really tough to get people to shoot sometimes. It's very weird. Oh, my goodness. She is quite fit. Yes, yes. And she, oh, I love toe rings. I think they're so cute. Yeah, she's great. She does yoga and is awesome. Anyway, here's the advice. She had. Uh, she said, I have an interesting perspective on your advice to new girls in the biz who don't want to show their face. So I show it on my OnlyFans, but not on here. The reason being is if someone in my life wanted to expose me, it's very easy to say I randomly came across her on Instagram. And, oh, my God, she does foot fetish content. Because random stuff always comes up on my Explore page. However, if someone wants to expose me because they found me on a fetish site or OnlyFans, they also have to expose themselves. But I understand what you said about it. No one really cares these days. I think that's a good piece of advice. If you're genuinely concerned about that, um, again, my first piece of advice, don't do this. 
Right. If you're yeah. actually concerned about people finding you, do not do this work because someone will find you. Um, the question is, do you care if they find you? Um, but if you do care, but you're willing to risk it a little, go this route. Put your face on your paywall behind your paywalls. This way, they have to get past that in order to see who you are. Um, but I still say, show your face if you want to make money. My my thoughts. Uh, but that's yes. a good piece of advice. I've always, I've always felt like, you know, if someone's going to come to me and be like, hey, I saw you on this foot fetish porn website, I'm going to be like, cool, what were you doing on a foot fetish website, right. you fucking weirdo? <laughs> you fucking creep. Look at her. Look at that. I know. That's I have that great. picture. I shouted her out with that picture. She's, yeah, that's very impressive. And she does have very nice feet. Mm, size 11. Nice. Quite delightful. Um, she is sad because she lives out, you know, in the western states mm-hmm. and can't find anyone near her who's like into the, the fetish. Oh, come on. That's what I said. You can throw a rock. Um, I told her to look on FetLife and look around. But I'm going to help her try to find somebody so we can make some clips with her. Well, that's nice. She may come out to New Jersey sometime, so we may be shooting with her in person once this pandemic eases up a little. America. Anyway, here we go. There's one more email for you. I'm saving the one on foot smelling for our foot smelling okay. one next week. But yeah, this one I, you we, can read. we started to have a whole conversation about that, and then we had to stop because we were, we were doing the podcast without recording it. Here it is. This is an email from Kyle. An email from Kyle. Kyle. Yes. It says, hey, Ramon. And you can read the rest there. You don't have to scroll. It's all right there. It says, hey, Ramon. Big fan of your podcast. 29 male from New Jersey here. Um, that's close. He's it close. is. Yeah, he's close. Uh, love your content and how you cover so much of what foot fetish is. My wife is the love of my life. Aw, and is still getting used to the whole idea of it, but never shot Never shot or down either, I guess. Never, never shot, shot me down, down, I think is what Okay. Means. I was open about it from day one and told her it's like it's having an attraction to ass or breasts. She laid down in bed one night and said, do whatever you want to them. That's what I do, too. Because mm. I'm really lazy. You are very lazy. I just, like, leave me alone. Let me lie here. Yeah, but now you don't even let me do that. But go on. You wait until I fall asleep. Yep. So just wanted to let you know that your podcast is great. A good listen and insightful. Your wife coming on as guest was great too. Thank you. <laughs> Here are my wife's size 10s I get to spend my life with. Cheers. Aww. Yeah, he sent pictures. They're very nice. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all for now. We have another yeah, one on like someone oh, liking foot great. smelling, but we'll save that for next week. It'll be fun. So that is our positive feedback. And we're going to jump right into our topic, which is uh relationships with foot fetish or foot fetish relationships i'll call it foot fetish relationships yeah foot fetish within a relationship that's a long title i don't like that i don't like the way you talk we'll discuss over our commercial break we're gonna take a little break a little pause for the cause uh we'll see you after the break hey there it's Belle from the foot fetish podcast and ramon faceful After a long evening of recording this damn podcast, one of my favorite things to do is to use a human couch's face as a footstool for my big, smelly, size 10 feet that, or sit on their face wearing jeans, whatever makes me the most comfortable. I'm not really concerned about their comfort. And there's only one place you can see me use my various human couches, RamonFaceful.com, with over 700 clips featuring Smelly foot smothering. And guys, I've been under these feet. They're not nice. Full weight face sitting. And guys, I've been under these asses. It's not easy. And cozy human sofas. We are the number one store on clips for sale in foot smother and human furniture. RamonFaceful.com. Putting feet on faces since 2008. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 
Six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And we're back. Uh, so relationships and foot fetish dumb. Obviously, Belle and I have a foot fetish relationship in addition to an actual relationship. Sure. Which is a weird thing to say. Um, I mean, I think the foot fetish relationship is part of our actual That's really what I'm getting to. Well, let's start at the beginning here. People are wondering, and I, this is the, our most requested topic, is how to be in a relationship with uh, a foot fetish, how to introduce your partner to it. It all kind of encapsulates the same idea, mm-hmm. um, which is to deal with your significant other and your foot fetish and how to deal with that. So let's start at the beginning. Your guy, because this is mostly guys who are asking. There's women too, but that's sort of a separate topic when you're a woman looking for people who have a foot fetish. Well, let's go with the most of our crowd, which is men who are looking for women with a foot fetish or to indulge their foot fetish. Dating. So let's act as if you don't have a foot fetish for a moment. Let's say, let's say it's weird that you like breasts. Let's leave it at that. Let's say that. You wouldn't say on your first date necessarily to someone you're dating, um, hey, I'm into breasts. You wouldn't bring that up right away. It'd be weird. The point is don't be a creep. Let's start with that as my first piece of advice. Don't be a creep. Um, I think, no, I think you don't even have to think about liking breasts as being abnormal. It's just don't, like you wouldn't go on a first date with a woman and be like, hey, you've got really nice breasts. Right, don't be like, a weirdo creepy. about it. Like that's creepy. Like you wouldn't go on a first date with a woman and be like, hey, I like your feet. Right. Like either way, that's still pretty creepy. Well, I'm jumping ahead. We jumped to the first date. Let's talk about, I'm you want to meet someone. You want to meet, you have a foot fetish. You're hoping that you meet someone who has a foot fetish. So you go online and you search. Um, you know, let's assume you, it's the modern age. That's kind of how we meet people now. Tinder, uh, I guess, okay, Cupid's still a thing. I haven't been on a dating site in a while. But, you know, there's a lot of dating websites that people will use, and you're looking for a date. And people often ask, those fetish websites where it's like, oh, it's a fetish dating website. I'm telling you right now, right here, don't use them. And here's why. What, like FetLife specifically? No, 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 no. no, no. FetLife's different. FetLife's like Facebook, right? FetLife is Facebook for fetishes. That's a different situation. I'll get to that. With any of these sites that claim, oh, we have so many users, come pay this thing. Already there's a paywall, mm-hmm. which means there's going to be less people on there, which means odds are there aren't going to be women on there, or at least not as many women, because people see paywall and are going to jump onto that. And it's mostly going to be people looking to make money off of you. It's either people catfishing, claiming to be women who are not, or it's going to be women who are specifically there just to make money, um, either through prostitution or just uh dominatrix things or things like that or they're fake entirely like i said or they're just trying to sell pictures or they're just trying to sell pictures um probably not exclusively no 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 there's right? certainly I mean, there might be some real there might be on these sites but your odds are not good because guess what if there is say five girls there's about 500 men who are hoping to meet someone right what are these what like what i've never heard of like, there, uh, this is an old one that doesn't sites. exist anymore plenty of fish was one of them plenty of fish was a regular dating site right it, it wasn't specifically fetish but it, it was became very, that really uh-huh. But it was it was very like um, I don't know I don't know how to describe it. It was kind of like almost like completely unmoderated. Like anything kind of goes mm-hmm. on Plenty of Fish. So I guess that 
that sort of explains how it kind of um it's it's a kind of a crapshoot and it's not worth the money there's other places you can meet people let's jump to fetlife fetlife is the facebook of fetishes um you get a quite a mix of people there from weirdos to creeps to lovely people uh to people just like you to um People that are really just there for sex. I've seen a few people there where their quote fetish is they like sex. Yeah, I'm I'm really into blowjobs. Yeah, no shit, dude. Like, so is every dude ever. <laughs> um, so you get a mix of people in there. It's a messaging situation. There's groups. Again, it's like Facebook. Um, you can get lucky there. It's not guaranteed. Frankly, we found our success on OkCupid. That's where we met each other. Was on in OkCupid. my experience, OkCupid was really really easy to use. The Fet Life has been fine for me. I never looked there for dating, obviously. I found it after I met you. Mm-hmm. I used it mostly for finding models. That was my way of doing that, which is fine. There's fetish minded people there. And I found, I'd say, 90% of my models there. Um, but I mean, as a dating website, I think it could work fine. But I think, as I said, OkCupid was the one. Yeah. Okay. I mean, OkCupid at the time seemed to be pretty like young and hip and mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I don't, I have no idea if it is anymore. I don't even know if OkCupid's a thing anymore. This was 10 years ago. I think it's become a pay site, which is funny I because their so. big thing was that they weren't a pay site and they, they were the ones who taught me why pay sites are bullshit. Mm-hmm. So it's funny. They became one. I think it was a different company. Bought I think, I don't know. I know Tinder is the big one now, but Tinder came long after we were married. So it's a non-issue for me. I think a lot of people also meet um, like on Instagram and things like that. I think they do. But do they? Do they really? I think so. I mean, again, I don't know how people meet. I had like two boyfriends in college and then... Two boyfriends? Yeah. Scandalous. Well, there were a bunch of other guys, but they weren't boyfriends. Um, And then there was you, you know? Yeah, me. And then there was you on OkCupid and then that was it. So I don't know how people meet. I don't don't Um, meet people. All right. Man, I, I'm not really sure anymore either. I guess we're bad for that because we've been we're married for so long. We're too old. We're an old married couple. But there we are sites. Know. Point is, don't pay for them. There's ways to meet people for free. Do that. Right. And I feel like, I mean, it's not, you don't need a specific website to meet someone if you have a foot fetish. You just meet someone the same way you always would meet someone. My other piece of advice is you meet people by doing things. Don't be a shut-in and stay in your house all the time. Go do things. Get hobbies. Go. This is how you branch out who you know. They'll know people and you'll meet people. You'll meet women that you'll want to date. That's a bigger piece of advice on how to date women in general. But that's how you meet people, by being involved in the, you know, in the community and hobbies and different things. Go be in theater. You meet tons of people in theater who are pretty open-minded. Yeah, you meet weirdos in theater. So, all right, let's get to your profile. Let's say you're doing an online thing. Here's what I did that kind of at least hinted Bell here that I had a foot fetish. Yes. There was a fun little part of the OkCupid profile, which I loved about that site. There's a question that says, what is something somebody nobody knows about you or some weird thing about you that nobody knows? Um, I said something goofy, and then I said I kind of like feet at the bottom. Yeah, you said I think feet are pretty awesome. I think feet are pretty awesome. Now, that doesn't overtly say, hey, I have a foot fetish. And I could you could be honest and just say, hey, I have a foot fetish. You can be right up front. But this was a way for me to ease into the topic. That's a point of conversation that she could have had with me at any point on that first date or any time once we started communicating. Right. It's a way into a conversation about it, not here's who I am. I'm not dating anyone else. Don't be standoffish with your stuff. Be open. Be open to a conversation about it. That's the important part. I think be be open to a conversation about it. But at the same time, a foot fetish is sexual. Right. Right? It's, right. it's part of your sexual relationship with someone in, in addition to just your regular relationship with them. 
So, I mean, you wouldn't come out and be super open about anything that's maybe a little bit out of the norm that you're into sexually until you're close enough with someone that right. you're, that they would want to know that, you know, I mean, on a first date, someone may not be interested in knowing all the stuff that you're into sexually. Right. That depends on how good the date's going. I guess. Right? Yeah, sure. Um, and don't feel like number one, don't let your foot fetish define who you are as a person. It's a part of you just as a part, like anything's a part of you. Oh, I like, uh, big butts and I cannot lie. <laughs> ah. I was trying to think of something a little more mundane, but that's no, fine. but I mean like, you know, Right. You don't need to say everything about who you are on your first date. Listen to your uh, the person you're dating. Listen to what they say. Let the conversation naturally go where it needs to go. Um, I think, yeah, I think I think a big thing, and I see this on a lot of the, the posts on, on like Reddit, on the foot fetish talks or whatever. These guys are so hung up on like, how do I, you know, how do I get a girl who's into my, like, you don't need to get a girl who's into your foot fetish. You need to get a girl and you need a good girl into who's into you. you exactly if she's into you she'll be willing to try it and she'll be willing to you know do what you're interested in right even if she's not open to it on date one she might be into it as she gets to know you and maybe open up to it and you might just introduce someone who turns out to really enjoy your fetish yeah. that's the challenge and that's the sort of the joy and Tribulations of dating. Which someone. is not to say, you know, if someone's not into it, you should try and like finagle them to be into it or like coerce them to doing something that they're not comfortable with. Correct. But, um, you know, I, I wasn't comfortable with, I was, I don't know. I was a little weirded out by the feet thing at first. Sure. It's not that I was uncomfortable with it. I just had never done it before. Mm -hmm. So, and if, nowadays like. Be prepared for that, uh, fellas. That, okay. Okay. So you've gotten past date one. She likes you. You like her. You weren't a creep. You guys decided to continue dating. This is going well. So what would you, so we were saying date one, you don't like talk about your foot fetish. You don't maybe, maybe give a foot rub. I think you rubbed my feet on our first That's date. not a bad idea, fellas. That's a good indicator without being a creep. Because everyone likes a foot rub. Doesn't matter. Even if it's not like a full on like hot oil foot massage. If you're just like lying on the couch watching a movie and you just like rub her feet like gently through her socks. Like right. I think I think that's how you did it. Yes. And it was really like low key and just friendly. And this will give you an indicator without ever talking to her about it, whether she's OK with someone touching her feet. Yeah, because a lot of people are super like not OK with people touching their feet. Right. She's the kind of girl who doesn't want people even like messing with her feet right. and maybe she's not maybe she will never warm up to the foot fetish that is your number one indicator yeah. she will not let you like touch her feet like look if she just doesn't want a foot rub that's different but if she doesn't want you coming near her feet or she says she has a foot phobia or something like that i'm sorry guys get out <laughs> it's not going to get any easier she's not going to change her mind don't try to change her mind have you encountered girls like this yes really absolutely huh and i was done after date one. Oh. <laughs> I because I knew it wasn't going to work. Yeah, out. that's a. I mean, that's a deal breaker. For it's you. unfortunate. Some of sure. them were very beautiful, but can't can't do it. <laughs> and that's the thing. Be ready to be like, all right, we're done here. You know, you don't be a dick about it. You know, right? And that's not just. I mean, if it's a deal breaker for you and it's something that she's not into, then you're just not compatible. Mm -hmm. It's but, just never going to work. But let's say things have moved forward. You got past that first date. Things are going pretty well. You kind of dating back and forth. I'd say you need to bring up. My advice has always been bring it up early in the relationship, not on date one, right. but pretty early. And as you guys start, hopefully by date two or three, maybe you're getting a little more intimate. Maybe you're not. I don't know your preferences, mm -hmm. but you're going to want to bring that up before you're dating for like six months is my point. Yes. Um, you're going to want to say, hey, 
Or like, say you're in, here's a, another thing. Okay, okay. You should have a conversation before you're in bed, but let's say things got hot and heavy by date two. Wink. <laughs> um, things got hot and heavy. You're already in bed together. Things went really well. You're doing great. This is a time you can kind of test the waters a little more. Again, don't do anything she doesn't want to do. And if she says she's not into that, respect that. But like, this is a moment where you could like, while you're in a certain position, you could put her feet on your face. You could suck her toes. You could do things with her feet and see how she reacts. Or more importantly, she'll see how you react. And then you could have a conversation after. Uh, the point is, once you start getting into having sex with your partner, you're going to need to have this conversation before, during, or after, or all three. I feel like there comes a point in every relationship after you start having sex where you're going to, whether you're into like a specific fetish or not, you're going to have a conversation about like, what are you into? What gets you off? What, what are you specifically like into sexually? Because everybody has their weird little quirks, whether it's feet or whether it's just like, sure. You know, like, Oh, I like it in this position or I like this sort of rhythm. Like, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, a bigger piece of advice from us obviously is have this conversation. Even if you're not a foot fetish person, you should always, and it should oh, be an absolutely. open conversation. There shouldn't be a conversation that's had once and done. Um, mm -hmm. Our preferences have changed with each other with mm -hmm. sexual relations over the years. And we constantly need to have the conversation. Oh, was that okay? That wasn't okay. What is, how about this now? How about something else? Right. It needs to be like an ongoing conversation throughout the relationship. Right. Um, so hopefully you've had this conversation. Okay. You've had your sexual encounter with your partner. Turns out they're not into the feet stuff. And they say they're not into the feet stuff. Again, it's hard. My advice, get out. Because if you're as into feet as I am, which I assume you all are, if you're listening to this, um, it's time to go. Because it's not going to get any better. It's just going to be this weird thing that you're going to keep trying to introduce and she's just not into it. Um, and I mean, you can also make it clear to her. Like, this. I'm sorry, this is very important to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, but I, I respect your choice. But it's kind of a deal breaker sure. for me. It stinks, but it's you got to be honest with each other. Now, hopefully everything went well. You're moving forward. You're dating. You've been dating for years. Feet have been going crazy here and there. Um, you get married. Awesome. Great. Um, still good doing awesome feet things. Um, can I ask a question yes. real quick? What, and I missed a step. Well, no, not specifically, but I do see like, what would you have advice for the kind of guy who like maybe didn't have that conversation early on in the relationship? Maybe he, you know, they, he was nervous and they didn't have a conversation and they've been dating for like six months or a year and he still hasn't said anything to her yet. Yes. Because I see things like that all the time. This guy's like, oh, I've been dating this girl for two years and I haven't told her. And it's like, dude, you got to tell her. Yes. Um, what, how, how, how does one approach that at that point? Yes. I mean, there's going to be different things depending on you've been dating them for like six months or two years, or you've been married for 12 years, which I've also seen on foot yes. fetish talks. Uh, so within six, look, it's always going to stink when you have to pull that card. And you haven't told your partner. Your relationship has to have that honesty. If your relationship does not have that honesty, it's only going to be this little pit in the bottom of your relationship that's going to grow inside of you for years and years and years. And it's going to make you cheat on your partner. It's going to make you hide things from your partner. It's going to make you resent your partner. If there's something that you like rely on sexually and they're not doing it for you, right. 
because you straight up haven't told them that you need it, right. then yeah, it's going to cause a lot of resentment. It's going to resent you. So you have but to I, be, yeah. I feel like if you've been in a relationship with someone for six months or a year or God married for 12 years, like right. you said, I feel like they, they probably like you enough by that point that they'd be willing to, they'd be willing to try. So at that point, right? at that point, this is advice for wives too, and girlfriends who didn't know that their partner had one and they just got dropped on them like an atom bomb. That would be a big, that would be a big drop after a full year. Take a breath. Say it's something you're definitely not into. Say it's something you're definitely not into. Do you love this person? If the answer is yes, be willing to try. That's all I ask is be willing to try. But again, be honest with your partner. Um, you'll find more often than not, fellas, that if someone loves you, they're always willing to try some things. Don't drop in, oh, I want you to stand on my face right just now. And I would say also, it. also avoid that sort of phraseology, like, oh, well, if you loved me, you would do it. Yes. Because don't. that's super manipulative and crazy. Try to um, But I think if you're into someone, like, I don't know, you reach a certain point where it's like, I really love you. And I would, you know, I would try basically anything because I love you that much. And I trust you. And that's, I think, is a big part of it. I trust you not to do anything that would be bad for me or be mm -hmm. bad for our relationship. So that's the bottom line. Build trust. Even if you haven't, let's say, okay, you're six months in, you're still unsure of whether you want to tell her or not. That's an understanding place to be. Um, building trust is more important than anything else. You're at six months. You don't want to tell her yet. If you um, ultimately want to tell her, but you're just not comfortable, start to build like, Make sure you have an honest, trusting relationship first. That's the most important thing. You can't have a relationship without trust. Like, you trust me. Frankly, if I told you tomorrow, hey, poop on my chest, you would be grossed out, but you trust me and love me that you'd at least have a moment of, how can I make that work? I'd consider it. Right, you see? I would because we've built a good relationship. But also gross. Right. Now, let's say the unfortunate thing happens. You've been in this relationship six, eight, nine, ten, twelve years, months, years. But they're not into it. They're grossed out by it. Frankly, if you don't know after 12 years of marriage that they were going to be grossed out by feet, I don't know what conversations y'all have been having. Um, I feel like she would have dropped from time to time that she's not into feet or something. Right. Um, but, you know, we're still in a bit of a um, sheltered society. We're much more open than we used to be. But sometimes people don't share things about that with each other. Or you think it's weird and you want to hide it. Um uh, I don't know. I think build your relationship up first. Do you feel that a relationship can thrive? Like, can a relationship thrive when one party has a foot fetish and the other party is not willing to indulge? It can happen. Yeah. Um, there, Look, I don't always need feet during sex to get me going. I enjoy it. But some people really Some, some people some absolutely, people absolutely need it. rely on that. Well, that's, that's up for you how you want to handle your relationship. So, and this is a controversial topic. There's plenty of foot porn out there. There's plenty of foot fetish stuff you can look at. If that's how you choose to indulge your fetish and you don't and necessarily... And that is something that is acceptable within the boundaries of your relationship? Yes. If it's all acceptable with all across the board, great. Maybe that's how you indulge it. And there's no, you know, no harm, no foul. Um, as long as it doesn't affect your personal sexual relationship and the other partner is also not affected in a negative way, go for it. That might be a way you solve that problem. Um, but again, be open, be honest. And I mean, because I feel like for a lot of people, you can have a 
you, I don't know, can, can, you can have a really good relationship and you can have even a really good sexual relationship without doing everything specifically sexually that that person is into, Correct. right? Is that, that's oh, possible, yeah. You don't right? do everything that turns me on. Oh, I don't? No, I that's don't. okay. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't done anything in a no, while, no. frankly. <laughs> four kids. We have so many um, kids, dude. Jesus, we have a lot of kids. Um, it's totally fine. I love Belle enough that it, I'm fine where we are sexually and where we are with everything. And she trusts me a great deal because she allows me to go out and film with other girls knowing That's that true. I and handle that professionally for us. That is kind of an allowance within our relationship. Yeah. I, you know, again, we I have been together for a long time and we have children and I am not always like, yeah, let me just, you know, do some foot stuff. But I'm like, Hey, you go off and you can do this foot stuff elsewhere with other people and you film it. And that's part of our, part of our livelihood. So I feel like that's sort of giving you a bit of freedom, even though you, you know, it's not really specifically your thing to film. Mm-hmm. You say you don't, you don't like super get off when you. In the olden days, when I first started recording, um, it was a huge, huge, huge turn on that I could mm-hmm. finally get girls to do this and I would be able to film it. As I've gotten 13 years into this, it's much more of a job. Right. Um, I still enjoy it. It's a job I very much enjoy. But it is a job. I'm more when I'm in a clip and I have someone's feet on my face. I'm much more concerned about is the angle right? <laughs> is this sexy? Are they doing the right thing? What move should they do next? And how can I telegraph that to them without being obvious? Mm-hmm. Oh, does this? Don't let people see behind the scenes of the uh, Ramon faceful. Oh, they actually really want to see that. Oh, oh, that's right. You yeah. said that. They They've said that. I've gotten the, the most requests I've gotten for my clip stories. Hey, can we have more behind the scenes stuff? Because they want to know how it works behind mm-hmm. the scene and how. Like, hey, could you not edit this clip? When they've asked for a custom, can you just leave it like huh. as is? And I go, oh, all right. I didn't. So I'm going to start like, I don't know, when I record again, I'm just going to start recording before the actual clip happens. You should put together a blooper reel. I have a blooper you, reel. That's awesome. I'm I building it. That. I want to get enough. <laughs> um, it's really funny, actually. Uh, you're involved in some of that. Oh, yay. Because of course you are. Um, Include the blooper where I sat on your face too hard and then you got really nope, mad. That's that was not just, a blooper. That's, that's not a blooper. Like... That's a oof. <laughs> That's a, mm. I was mad at you for like the whole afternoon. I was mad at you. <laughs> My jaw hurt for like a day and a half. Hey, but look, our relationship is great, so we're good now. Well, our relationship is very ambivalent in that it's a very love-hate-hurt relationship between <laughs> us. Because yeah, like, I genuinely apologize, but then I made fun of you for being such a pussy-ass baby. Honestly, people, <laughs> if you can make fun of your partner and they're okay with that, that's the healthiest relationship I can think of because it keeps you from having a big head. That's like 90% of our relationship um, is just making fun of each other. I watched a video recently on YouTube. I can't remember the site, but he does a lot of good explanation videos. Um, the the Bushman folk, the, the the oh, I forgot their genuine name, but they don't have a genuine name. It's one of those weird situations. They're tribe in the Kalahari. Um, part of their existence is making fun of each other. Every time someone brings back a kill from a hunt, they always say, oh, that meat's too thin. Oh, that meat's not enough. And they make fun of them. They literally make fun of each other to keep anyone from getting a big ego. So they think, oh, I did the hunt. I'm the big chief now. I'm the... Because no one's in charge, apparently. They just keep making fun of each other so no one has this huge ego. I love that. And it's a, their society has worked that way for thousands and thousands of years, and they're the happiest people on earth. And it's great. So that's my advice. Learn yeah. to find someone you can make fun of. I think we need more of that. We really we do. We need more of that in Western culture. Oh, my God, we do. Because everyone gets so up in their own butt about mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and that's the other thing. When you tell your partner he has a foot fetish, 
you can be a little self-deprecating. They can make fun of you for it. That's fun. You know, don't take it all so personally. Yes, because ultimately it is like it's a weird you're into, thing. You're into stinky, smelly feet. That's pretty fucking funny, right? Isn't that like, funny? I don't know. I that's I, my thought. So you've had a good marriage. You've been open with your partner. That's awesome. She's yeah, accepting trying, of you. We're trying to get to the the idea of marriage. Yeah, we're into marriage. Marriage is great. Um, everything changes when you're married. Doesn't feel like it's going to, but it totally does in a good way, in our opinion, because now you have like a partner mm-hmm. in all this legally. Uh, so that's fun. Uh, then you have kids. Say you want to have kids. You have kids. Um, obviously, this is sexual in nature. I'm in a weird place with the fetish. Like, obviously, I'm not. I'm not necessarily ashamed about it, but I don't flaunt it in front of my children that I like feet. Well, no, um, and I wouldn't anyway. But you know, we joke about things here and there, and I always feel a little. I don't want. I don't know. I don't want them to be exposed to any of this. There's going to come a point when as they get older when they find dad's foot videos. Well, I. Hopefully, no. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, you wouldn't expose your kids to your sex life in any capacity. Sure. So hopefully. Um, and, but also at the same time, your foot fetish is not exclusive to our sex life. True. You know, if we're just like hanging out on the couch and I have bare feet, you're going to like, you know, rub my feet or like put them on your face for a second or something like, you know, and that's not inherently sexual. Something that you told me very early on um that really changed the way I looked at your foot fetish was that it wasn't necessarily sexual you said that the feeling of having feet on your face was akin to like a really good hug which I mean it changed the way I looked at it it's not like oh this is a gross creepy foot fetish it's just another way for me to show you affection Mm -hmm. but at the same time I think it would be confusing for our kids to see correct so I don't um you know, it's not something that it in it's sexual enough that it's not something that we expose the kids. I'm to. a very hands-on person. I'm a very um, caring, physical person. So often, you know, I'll give Belle back rubs and I'll give her hugs and kisses and stuff. And I want to show that to my children. Yes, That's normal. It's important. I'm normalizing that. Having affection. But obviously, her she's not putting her feet on my face. I'm not grossed out by her feet when her feet are around. I'm not making any uh, right. things one way or the other. Now. My question to you, because we haven't gotten to the stage with our children yet, when they start to open up sexually, do we want to have the conversation that, hey, if you like something that you don't think is, I mean, but here's the thing, we homeschool our children, so they're going to have a different like outlook. When I grew up, I thought I was weird because mm-hmm. I liked this thing. Um, I don't know how, what convers- I don't know if I want to, you know what I mean? I I, where's the line with making sure they're okay in their own heads sexually and stuff? So I am very much of the opinion that the best thing that you can do to ensure that your kid will have healthy relationships as an adult is to expose them to healthy relationships as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my kid's sexual awakening is his own thing. Okay. That has nothing to do with me. Okay. Um, I mean, like, can you imagine when you were like 12, if your mom had sat you down and been like, it's okay, little Ramon, if you're into sucking on toes and getting, getting feet in your face, mm. like that would have mortified you would have been awful so like the best thing for kids is to you know to demonstrate for them to show them a healthy relationship sure in in you know their parents need to have a healthy relationship and like we fight but then we apologize we make up yes we have you know show appropriate affection around your kids kissing hugging things like that like 
you know, yes, the kids need to see that their parents have a healthy relationship and then they'll likely grow up and have a healthy relationship, expose them to positive things like that. And, you know, around puberty, you like give them a book and have like an, an age, not even specifically around puberty. I don't know. This is just going into like talking to kids about sex in general, but you know, the process of ongoing, having a con an sure. ongoing conversation with your child about what's healthy and what's not. But now we're drifting away from relationships and foot fetish and into, into being a parent. Which is, is, I don't know if that'll have that topic. It's all, yeah, it's no, all I, part of the relationship. No, um, but my, my point is I, I don't think that, I don't think that's something you need to discuss with your kids. Right. Big takeaways from this. Be honest with your partner. Don't be a creep. I'm going to do a whole episode mm -hmm. on not being a creep. Um, That'll, that might be like a three parter. Yeah. That's, a, that's a pretty involved thing. Um, be open with your partner. Be willing to change your fetish. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying like, oh, if your partner gives you, first off, no ultimatums in relationships. If you get no, an ultimatum, get yeah. out of the relationship, period. Um, because no good and trust can ever come from giving ultimatums. Um, if anyone gives you like a do this or I'll leave, leave. Because ultimately what that means is they're going to leave at some point. Um, never with the ultimatums. Yeah, that's a, that's a good perspective. Um, you should never say never in a relationship. You should never say always in a relationship. No mm. um, definitives. Okay. Um, what I mean is like, <laughs> I know I do that to you. I say, oh, you all, you're always negative. I mm -hmm. say something. You should never say that. Um, you always leave the jars out of the refrigerator. Right, don't say that. You um, say it all the time. Shush. <laughs> Trying to make you feel bad. Um, no. Um, like, I'd be willing to change, though. You know, like, yes, like, I love having feet on my face, but maybe she doesn't want to sit on me and put her feet on my face. Like, well, maybe we can do it a different way. There's Just be open to switching it around a little. You'll be surprised what will work out. Um, and on the topic of this, and this might drift into another topic, on the topic of foot porn. Be careful not to get obsessed with it, as with any porn, which can be very detrimental to a relationship. Yes. Um, always tie it back into your partner. Always find a way. Otherwise, you will become more and more distant sexually, and it'll be a whole bad, bad thing. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, don't try to do things they do in porn. It's easier with foot porn because it's a lot more doable. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's not real life. It's fantasy. You can no, have, even, please. Even foot stuff. Even foot stuff in porn is not real life. It's not going to work like that. Have fantasies with your partner um, and live them out. You'll be surprised how open your partner is to doing some crazy things with you. Uh, but don't live in the porn world. Um, speaking as someone who works in the porn world, uh, don't live there. Come back to your partner. Um, I'm lucky in that a lot of my porn involves my partner. Hmm. So it's a very, very nice thing. It just makes me even more attracted to her, which is a weird thing I didn't expect to happen with my <laughs> with my life. And I am over here not feeling weird about my husband, you know, oh, he's just masturbating to porn instead of, you know, hanging out with me because it's like, oh, he's just, you know, looking at porn with me. That it's makes, true. You know. And she, uh, honestly, her porn, her, the clips she's involved in are my favorite. And uh, ones I always drift back to. Do you call it porn? I don't. I'm, I'm sort of really, forcing right? myself to do it here. It's not. It's, it's, it's not. It's, it's a fetish video. Um, just because someone is uh, masturbating to it does not inherently make it porn. That's true. Uh, pornography is the act of sex on tape. Mm -hmm. uh, this is just... Will someone tell that to YouTube because they keep taking down your videos? Yeah, Instagram. Oh, them too. Uh-huh. They're, they're, they're a weird thing. and you know, Whatever. So that's that's having a foot fetish relationship, folks. Um, I'm sure Having we a relationship. Having a relationship. And that involves foot fetish. We don't have a foot fetish relationship. No, 
now. And listen, again, be honest with your partner. But if you're doing feet stuff with someone else and your partner doesn't know about it, that's cheating. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Just so we're clear here, because it is sexual to you. Um, yes, by all means, definitely counts. As you cheating. may be allowed to do feet stuff with the other one. That's a conversation for you and your partner to have. She may be like, for example, Belle's very comfortable with that because it's not inherently sexual to her. And I don't treat those encounters as sexual. Um, I treat them as professional. Now, this was actually, I didn't really have a big issue with the feet stuff at first, but the the filming with other women was something that I had a big issue with. And that I still sometimes get sort of insecure about mm-hmm. because it is on some level sexual for you, even if you're viewing it from mostly a professional point of view mm-hmm. right now, it is on some level sexual and it's, you know, it sometimes makes me feel a little insecure. But again, this is something that we talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm starting to feel insecure about you um, filming or, you know, um, like if like one of the girls that you're filming with starts like messaging you. And yes, you're, like, you're more annoyed like, by that like, well, than anything. I understand I mean, that's, that's for me, that's a boundary that if she's like, I don't know. If if a woman that you're filming with is you're filming with her, that's fine. That's whatever. But then I don't want her like, you know, sending you sexy pictures or things like that, like specifically to mm-hmm. you, because I feel like that's a boundary that I'm not comfortable with. Sure. Um, in the filming aspect, I've taken a much more directorial role these days. That's more right. my preference than yours, but it's also with you in mind. Um, uh, I can control the action much better from behind the camera. Also, you know, I don't want to, I certainly don't want Belle to think I'm, uh, messing around with these women. So I'm taking a much more. And I know that you're not, and right. I know that you're not. And again, this goes back to trust. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just one of those things that tends to sometimes get under my, get, get, I get too in my head about it. And it sort of starts to make me feel a little insecure. Sure, sure. But then, you know, we talk about it and we address mm-hmm. the fact that this isn't, you know, something that I need to be concerned about. And at this point, God, you're not recording anything with anybody but me. So. Yep. <laughs> We're not doing yeah. anything with anybody. God, I need to get back out and shoot again. Ugh, I need more content. Now, that's another topic. Um, end of the day, trust. Trust and open conversation. If you do that, you'll build a good relationship, or you'll discover that you don't have a good relationship, and it needs to end. That's the other thing. Know when the relationship needs to end. Don't try to keep things going when they're not working. Gosh, I think that goes for any sort of relationship. It is. It's a bigger piece of advice, but especially in the foot fetish world. And I want to just offer like a really, really, really belated disclaimer. We're not experts. We've been married for like 10 years, but that doesn't mean that we're experts in relationships or anything. Um, So if you think that we like are wrong about something, or if you think that we, you know, misspoke about any aspect of that, email us and let us know. Sure. Um, And your experience is going to be different than ours. It's going to be different than everyone's. Absolutely. But just be open, be honest, pay attention. I mean, I think honesty and trust. Listening. Like, you can't go wrong. You really can't. You like kind of can't. Honesty and trust and communication. And know what works for you and what doesn't work for anybody else. You know you better than we know you. Mm-hmm. Um, so just pay attention to the cues. Well, that's all the time we have for this week because our children keep knocking on the door and we have to keep pausing. Mm-hmm. That's the life of four kids. Yay, relationships. Um, just watch your movie, guys. Come on. Mm-hmm. And when in, you know, when in doubt, just creep on your wife in the middle of the night like I do. Uh, and then kick your husband in the face like I do. <laughs> um, if you enjoyed our podcast, if you have questions, comments, concerns, uh, things that we just 
did wrong, you can email us at RamonFaceful at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Uh, you can find me and Belle on Instagram at RamonFaceful. What the? Ew. She just said we something on Instagram. It's a horse. It's a picture of a horse, but there's also a picture of a foot that looks like the horse. That's so weird. It's crazy. I think, well, I was- In looking, Horse We Trust. That's called the name up, of the thing. I was looking up these um, accounts on my Instagram and Why my, would you, my algorithm's all messed up. Yeah, because it keeps hearing us talk about feet. No, because I was looking up those feet. Those ah, great. I love messing up hey, on Instagram. Hey, there you go. Look at this. Hey, it this. seems to be a horse slash foot fetish page. Oh, that's weird. An equine foot fetish page. No, oh. they were just like two pictures of feet. Oh, it's never mind. Actually, Out. not actually. <laughs> Unsubscribe. What are they odd, though? Yeah, like, I know. That's, that's weird. weird. Well, stop looking at that. I'm trying to do the outro. I'm sorry. But that, you know what? I think that should be a new, um, I think that should be a segment on the podcast. Horses? No, I think it should be Ramon's Feet of the Week. And then you plug your favorite uh, oh, okay. Instagram. All right, I can do that. I think. Yeah, that, sure. We can do that. Yeah. And it's this wackadoo horse page, apparently. This, <laughs> this person I never met. There's tons of models I know on there that could use a bump. Yeah, but oh, we're going to give it to check them. out this weird picture of a horse's head. Fine. Bizarre. Well, we already pushed uh, Fit Feet Girl. Not that she needs much pushing. She has 14,500 followers. Yeah. And that's yeah. low for her because she got deleted once. How crazy is that? And her, she's very impressive. She is. She's I'm, awesome. I'm still super impressed. She's doing all these like really cool yoga poses. and she, She's funny. a genuine yoga instructor too. That's awesome. It's awesome. I'm very impressed. I'm going to get some clips with her. It's going to be great. Um, but you can follow us at Ramon Faceful 3, Third Time's the Charm. Hey. You can follow us on Twitter at Ramon Faceful. Pretty much if you look for Ramon Faceful, it's going to be us. Um, if you want to see some clips of me and or Belle, you can go to RamonFaceful.com. We have over 600 clips involving foot fetish, foot smothering, trampling, foot worship, face sitting, and human furniture clips. Oh, and so the many. the clip where Ramon can't handle it should be coming out. Coming out pretty soon, probably within the next two weeks. Yeah. I'll put that out. Uh, it's called Bell's Lazy Ramon Smother. God, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that one's fun. You it's actually one of the best clips we did. You're really, really gorgeous in that one. Thank you. You have excellent technique. Uh, I think that's all the plugs. Do I have any other plugs I forget? Do you even care? Do you even know? We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Ramon Faceful. You can get exclusive clips there. Um, so let me see. Oh, we're also on Reddit. Um, Foot Fetish Podcast, you can find us. Or you can find my other one, r slash feet on face. That's right. I started that one because there was no feet on face subreddit in all of Reddit. How there weren't enough feet there weren't subreddits enough on Reddit feet. for nope. you? Wow. Nope, nope, nope. Not my specific okay. thing because that's how the internet works today. Wow. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, <laughs> Happy feedings. So long. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing we do. So long forever. So long times a thousand. So long. Bye, everybody. See you next week.